Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, modern day holy war. My gosh, dude, I absolutely, uh, I love that song, but at the same time, you know, gosh, it's just so reflective of what's going on here in this world today, isn't it, brother? Uh, on target. Talk about good timing. Um, right. Yes. Hey, hi, good to see you. Uh, good, thank man. you, everybody. Good. How are you? Yeah. Everything's awesome. Um, awesome. I'm ready to dive into this. So much going on in the world. Um, we want to share it with our listeners. What is the date today? I kind of lost track of that. What is the date? That would today? be the 27th of January in the year of our Lord 2024. There we go. A full speed ahead into um, what will go down in history already as uh, one of the more dramatic years in our country's history. I mean, I'm, I'm already booking it. It's only January. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got 11 months to go. Exactly. I know. The flame is already at a nine point nine. Can we get can we get that flame even higher to oh, a yeah. ten? Oh yeah. my god. I think it's gonna go to eleven. Yeah. It's yeah. gonna go to eleven off the it charts. Will. Um hey, let's dive right into it, everybody. Um yes. we've got we've got uh, Donald Trump out there. We got the border going crazy, um, all kind of stuff. So um a couple days ago we told you that the Supreme Court ruled um uh against uh the good people of Texas. Greg Abbott's got his uh, he's got his uh, agents down there, his National Guard, trying to put up the fence to stop the illegal uh, invasion. Right. We're talking about drugs pouring in. We're talking about MS-13 gang members. We're talking about a full-scale invasion at our southern border. And believe me, I'm from L.A. I've been de- having to deal with this and be aware of this for like my entire life. Dave, yeah, I think and- you got it backwards. You're you're the invader in Los Angeles. <laughs> Am I? That's the that's the way they wanted to put it. Now, yeah, middle aged uh, white guys. That's you're the invader in life. I'm the invader. Uh, thank you very much for that. And I got to tell you that after the Supreme Court uh, ruling, people are already floating. Hey, is um, well, we know Roberts has already been wishy washy, but are these people compromised? Is Barrett compromised? And in in I'm telling you, in a, in a very nefarious way. Meaning, hey, are gang members uh, floating her pictures of her kids in school? I mean, you, you can't throw those things out. Remember, they, they threatened Kavanaugh's yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's that whole thing. But uh, I want to get your uh, – you have so much to get to. So as it sits right now, as it sits right now, everybody, the rank-and-file Border Patrol agents are not – they've already made, made this very clear. The Border Patrol a, uh, Union is not going to start That's arresting right. the Texas no. National Guard members. Already saying no. that. Yeah. So the National Guard members of Texas are still putting up the razor wire mm-hmm. where they they feel its need to. And all it seems to be um, centered in this place called Shelby Park, right? Uh, which is near an international bridge. It's probably one of the more porous parts of, parts of, of Texas. So as it sits right now, um, there's there's a little bit of a conflict, but the the uh, we're getting a lot of support from other states. Twenty five other states have sent right. people down. Yeah. Um. How's it look on your on your end, and uh, how how much of a thing will this be in the next in the weeks and eleven months ahead? Yeah. Great uh, tee up, Dave. I mean, there's a lot to get to and a lot to unpack here. A lot of wood to chop, as they say on the rant and rave show. Uh, so let's widen the uh, camera back out uh, and just look at it from a high level. So obviously, Governor Abbott in Texas and the National Guard are going toe to toe with the feds and Biden over this temporary um, uh, order issued by the Supreme Court. As you said, the, those two judges swung the other direction. Hey, maybe that was actually a bit of a ploy, but we'll come back to that later. Um, the bottom line is, is that uh, from a legal perspective, uh, you know, Governor Abbott, he's he's a former prosecutor, he's a former attorney general, and, and he's with Ken Paxton, who's the current AG in Texas. Mm-hmm. They are on very, very, very solid ground. Um, from a constitutional perspective, the federal government has abrogated its responsibility to protect 
the homeland. So very clearly, and that's those duties are outlined in Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution. Uh, and therefore, uh, the governor of the state of Texas, Governor Abbott, as any state is allowed to do, uh, can trigger what's called Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which reserves, quote, the state the right to self-defense. And so uh, the governor of Texas has invoked that. He's declared an invasion under what's called Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3. This invokes Texas's constitutional authority to defend and protect itself, quote unquote. So that authority is the supreme law of the land that supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. And that's super important for people to understand. People think, oh, Abbott's defying the Supreme Court. Texas is defying the Supreme Court. They're being just cowboyish. No, not at all. They are on absolute solid legal ground to the point that I just read to you. So that's important to first for people to understand. And Dave, as you mentioned, 25, I think 26 now or 27 states uh, have shown their support for Abbott. I think at least 20 of those so far and counting have physically sent National Guard to the border. Uh, the National Border Patrol Union has said under no circumstances will Border Patrol and they've had on the ground reports. Now, these guys are actually getting the balls to actually interview on camera. They're saying, no, we're not going to arrest any Texas no. National Guard. There's no way. We, these are our brothers in arms. We talk to these guys every day. We work together every day. There's no way that we're going to do that. So you've got kind of all that going on at the same time. Um, you know, will it be a big standoff or whatever? I think they're using it to force certain issues. For example, we're going to get into it. Uh, uh, the, uh, the, the ridiculous, uh, immigration bill that they're trying Lankford, that traitor from Oklahoma, the Senator Lankford has to be primaried out. They're trying to promote this bill there, which would essentially, Dave, codify the illegal invasion. Let me repeat that just for folks at home to understand again. The bill that's that the full text has not come out yet, but there's a lot of Speaker Johnson's already said it's dead on arrival from what's been leaked. But this is a McConnell globalist rhino uniparty bill. And they have basically said that uh, we're going to codify uh, the, uh, the, the illegal invasion. So let me just give you a couple specifics. It's important. This is what's gone. So basically they said, okay, under and the two big takeaways are five, it would it would basically allow five thousand illegals to cross every single day. By the way, do the math; that's almost two million a year before anything's even done. Okay, so they're they're essentially codifying that into law that two million illegals can come and take the lower middle class, Hispanic, Black, African American workers at depressed wages increase the globalist profits. That's the whole strategy is to increase the labor pool. And oh, by the way, give working permits to the 10 million illegals that are here right now. They're, they want to put that into law. I mean, can you believe this? This is actually no. being discussed. Look, this is dead on arrival. It's not even a written text yet. It, the Senate version of this is dead. The House has already said it's dead. Um, but just the fact that they're thinking about this and talking about it, Dude, this this that's, is the biggest yeah. illustration of the globalist rhinos I've ever seen. That's the sad part of that. You just nailed it. The idea that there's even a handful of Republican senators that would actually, you know, uh, think about approving this. And I guarantee you, if uh, if uh, if they thought they could would still get reelected, I bet yeah. you would, there'd be a dozen Republican senators that would vote for this. Which 100%. is percent. And the pathetic. sad thing is, like Langford from Oklahoma of all places, this is not like Mansion from the Northeast. This <laughs> right. Is, this is Oklahoma. Red it's state. Solid. Red, this is red mega country baby i mean it's just unbelievable so look that thing's going to go down in flames that's a good thing it'll never get to the floor it'll never get to a vote 
Um, and so meanwhile, we're left with this standoff. And basically now, Attorney General Paxton in Texas has sent a set of counter proposals or measures to the feds and Biden saying, basically, show us the deeds that prove that you own Shelby Park and Eagle mm-hmm. Pass, which is pretty funny, right? Because they know. And the reason uh, Paxton's done that, because they've already done their homework. They, they know they own it. They have the deeds. They have the parcel numbers. The feds don't own that park. So they have no legal standing to be there in the first place. Yeah, Texas can, can, can control and protect its everything that's Texas, not federal property. Exactly. Big exactly. difference. And very happy to see that the rank and file of the U.S. Border Patrol is, is coming out strongly yeah. uh, about the about this Biden nonsense. So that's that's awesome. So getting back to Abbott, I think he has been good on this. But here's my question for you. Yeah, he should have he should have had a little bit of foresight from the very first week that Biden took office. He stopped building the wall. He should have about, you know, you know what? This should have all been uh, put forward three years ago with the barbed wire and getting uh, yeah. the National Guard out there. I would have liked him to have been doing this, you know, two and a half I years he, ago at this yeah, point. Yeah, right? I mean, I, I hear that. And D.C. Drano published on that on, on Twitter. But I think I think the issue, Dave, is, you know, he, for the last solid two years, I mean, Abbott plays the long game. He has been ratcheting this up every week for the last 24 yes, months. Yes, uh, More wall. I've been watching. I've seen the physical video. More walls going up, more barbed wire, more train cars. So he's been fortifying the border a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time every month for 24 months. Could he have started earlier? You know, hindsight, 2020, mm-hmm. armchair quarterback. So I guess maybe... But, you know, he's and look, I mean, he's the first guy to be bussing these people to Nantucket. This is how this whole <laughs> thing started, yeah. bussing tens of thousands. Now, look, I mean, of the 200,000 that went to, that ended up in New York City at the Roosevelt Hotel, only 10 percent of those were sent by Abbott, if that. But the reality is this is what got everybody's optics turned on. Roosevelt Hotel, New York City, closing schools for pay, paying taxpayers so that uh, illegals could go and, and get housed there in the shelters. Um, the system is completely broken in all of these blue uh, inner cities. Uh, and so, you know, I think ultimately his strategy, while maybe a little slow off the market's working. Uh, I, I agree. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I'm, am I being a little unfair, especially because <laughs> Biden was selling off all the elements that they needed to build the wall? Yeah. Remember, they immediately started uh, selling off all this, all the, the steel and so on. Hey, and we told us about this uh, a few uh, shows ago in December alone. That was the record breaking month. And that's not going to stop. There were more more yeah. uh, uh, people invaded our country in yeah. the month of December 2023 than ever in the history. Yeah, 300,000. Um, By the way, more yeah. than births. So that was the yeah. first month in the history of the, of the United States where illegals coming in outnumbered our birth rate. And that's the whole and, and that to put a fine point on it, Dave, and for yeah. folks at home, that is replacement theory. That's that is replacement right reality. There. That is replacement reality. That's the whole point. So, uh, and unlike even during when Trump was president, um, we are seeing uh, left blue cities get, uh, hey, they're, they're getting a little attention, like their little heads are popping up. Hey, maybe this isn't so good. Buffalo, St. Louis, out there in North Carolina, I mean, it's, it's spread all over at this point. So I would say any time they do any kind of uh, polling on this, it's now the number one issue, even above yeah. the economy. Yeah. And for people Which who is, say, you know, it's, it's garbage. Our folks at home know this. But, oh, Trump just wants this to be a, an issue for the whole year. And that's right. why the, the, that's why the Republicans won't come to grips on a, on a border bill or H.R. 2. Well, the reason is, is because it's total crapola. You just heard what I read off the text. Right. I mean, the, the, the stuff that's being leaked out there right now, they want to codify 
And this is super important for people to understand at home. They want to put into law that it's okay to have 2 million illegals cross every year and give the existing 10 million here immediate work permits, among other things. But those are the two lowlights. I mean, you cannot, if you stand for this country and the Constitution and the rule of law, you cannot say that that's okay. Well, uh, the, yeah, and of course, the residents in, in even the bluest of blue cities like Chicago are saying, hey, uh, we need help here. You know, these people are not doing screw doing them, great. Dave, is the message I have. Screw them. <laughs> right. Screw that Boston mayor. Screw her. Screw Massachusetts. They have this housing thing that says, well, it's legal. We ha- it's, it's our state law. We have to house anybody who's they call it unhoused. They don't call it unhoused. homeless. They call it unhoused. And it's all about changing the language and narrative, as you well know. Oh, you yeah. pointed out very that's liberal. That's Saul Linsky 101 playbook communism. But, you know, now you have all these illegals in Massachusetts. Guess where they're putting them? Logan Airport. I had a friend who flew through Boston's Logan Airport the other day. They're not just hiding them in the cargo terminal like they used to. Now they are sleeping. I like out that, in though. The, they are sleeping out in the open in the passenger terminals. That's at O'Hare. That's at Logan. That's at JFK. Uh, even a little bit in San Diego. I think LAX. It's it's a mess. I'm glad they're actually out in the open now because it, it's it, you can't just put there's no big warehouse big enough at this point. Right. right. Hey, tell me about that frightening video I saw out of San Diego uh, oh, yeah. a few days ago. Oh, yeah, dude, that was amazing. So, uh, you know, I, I put that out on our social channels so folks can go check it out at Rant and Rave 1776 on all channels. Um, yeah, this was a boatload. We call them uh, 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 Patanga boats or basically boatloads of, of illegals coming in from Mexico into the Southern California, the San Diego beach areas. This was a boatload of about 30. Um, and uh, this was in broad daylight. And they oh, landed yeah. on the, they landed on the, so usually they, you know, this has happened a lot over the years. This is not nothing new per se, but usually it's at night. Usually it's under the cover of darkness. Usually it's just, I've, I've actually had a friend, Dave, in our local beach community where they actually landed right on his beach and they came through his house. And at the same time they were coming through us border patrols and drones were coming through his property on the other side and they caught them. But in this case that you're referring to, they all landed on a very public beach in La Jolla. I mean, La Jolla is a very, uh, let's just say uppity up, uh, muckety muck, uh, high, higher class town, very wealthy and they just all landed there, about 30 of them. They yeah. scattered like rats and they were just gone. And it was it's just crazy video, which is now viral all over the Internet. Yeah, you used to, you know, you used to have flashbacks of like it was always the uh, people out of from Cuba taking their boats and, yeah. and ending up in Florida. But now it is it is yeah. up and down the coast, left and right, especially here in San Diego. Um, hey, let's touch on um, the response out of the FBI. Oh, yeah. Basically um, saying to the world, uh, this is not good what is happening, to put it mildly. Yeah. Um, did you want to get a quote out of that? Yeah, for the no, people? let me get that in there. Yeah. So uh, this was actually bro- breaking news yesterday, January 26th, by John Solomon on Just the News, which is actually a website I really suggest people go to, justthenews.com. Um, it was a, uh, a letter signed by uh, 10. Uh, hardcore former FBI counterterrorism officials. And before anybody jumps on this and says, well, is it like the 50 that saw Intel officers that signed the thing for Biden a few years ago with the Hunter Biden laptop? No, those were all political types and political operatives. These are actually worker bees. These are people who worked in counterterrorism to defend our country. They sent a very starkly worded uh, letter, Dave, to Congress, uh, copying Speaker Johnson, the House Intel Committee, uh, Jordan, the J- Judiciary Committee, and many others. And, you know, frankly, uh, it's a warning. It's a it's a big time warning. It's stuff that we've talked about on this show, frankly, for three years. Um, and, but now, obviously, this is in everybody's mindset. It's, it's making the, the what do you call it, the public mainstream news. 
Um, and I'll just read just a little, it's, it's a three page letter. So I just encourage folks to go to our social channel and check it out. It's everywhere out there now. Um, but it's really describing the clear and present danger and the, and the threat that the United States is facing, uh, of the 3 million illegals that have come over in the last, we'll call it 24 months, which include tens of thousands of, uh, not just, uh, I mean, there's obviously the, the terrorists, there's the gotaways, um, what they call persons of interest, these are people that come, these are single military adult males coming without families from terrorist countries. Uh, you can't vet them. You don't know who they are. There's no fingerprints. There's no biometrics. There's nothing in the system. But they basically go through and call out, um, the, you know, how much of a threat that we're really in. So let me just read a couple of passages from this uh, letter. Um, for these reasons, elements of this recent surge are likely no accident or no coincidence. These men are potential operators. Let me repeat that. These men are potential operators in what appears to be an accelerated and strategic penetration, a soft invasion designed to gain internal access to a country that cannot be invaded militarily in order to inflict catastrophic damage if and when enemies deem it necessary. This new reality, this never seen before threat deserves our greatest attention. The borders need to be secured against these young men and those already here illegally and must be identified and removed immediately. This will take a coordinated effort between the FBI, DHS, uh, Department of Homeland Security, et cetera, et cetera. Um, lastly, I'll just say, David, I'll throw it back to you. Uh, this continues, quote, the country has been invaded. Let me repeat that. Mm. That's, a, that's a literal quote from this letter and these former counterintelligence, uh, counterterrorism officials. The country, past tense has been invaded, an invasion that will continue as long as the nation's enemies perceive it will be tolerated. Until it is stopped, the United States is extraordinarily less safe and secure. Knowing all of this, it would be a shameful travesty if some terrible attack, a preventable attack, were to occur against innocent Americans or infrastructure. So that's basically it, Dave. Uh, you know, we talked about this when we did our top 10 list for 2024. My number one thing was a mass casualty event uh, in the United States. And um, it's really sick if you think about it. It's one thing for this to happen just, you know, kind of like 9-11 did or whatever. It's another thing for us to roll out the red carpet, invite in millions of illegals, uh, tens of thousands uh, of, of, of terrorists come in and use that as cover. And we're basically inviting them in and letting them do their work. It, it is a mass casualty event. I think it already is. It's just it's not it's just not a single day. It's a little bit every day. Um, no, Good I'm point. very uh, in a in a in a way. It's really great actually to have these these uh, people of importance. It's not just a politician. It's not just uh, a soccer mom. Um, right. People that know what they're talking about. And I, you know, hey, you got to you got to give them props because you know you're in a way they're putting their their you know reputation on the line here. Yeah. So good for them because we need more of that. We need more people to step up. This this is the time. Line is yeah. the, the, the line in the sand is clearly and, drawn. And, and, yeah, and we got to protect our families, our cities, and our totally, country. Totally, dude. Well said. And by the way, lastly, just on this topic, speaking of stepping up, one week from this morning, uh, Saturday next week, the trucker convoy, which is being mobilized, just like the trucker convoy did in Canada back during COVID. Uh, which, by the way, I think we talked about this in the last show, the Supreme Court of Canada found that Trudeau's actions uh, of invoking the Emergency Powers Act were illegal that day, illegal. And yeah. there are still Canadian truckers rotting in jail for three years after that. 
uh, he will he will pay the day. I'm telling you, Trudeau, his reckoning is coming and that day will come. But here in the U.S., trucker convoy next Saturday, it's already on the move across the country. There'll be millions of people involved, hundreds of thousands of trucks. There's various stops along the route all the way from San Diego to, to the Rio Grande Valley. Uh, protect and secure our borders. It's our duty as a people. We, the people, uh, have that responsibility ultimately. So if you see that in your neighborhood, go check it out. Yeah, and at least support them any way you can. Um, I want to make one little point about how this is a uh, countrywide uh, issue. So out there in a, in a little city, uh, upscale city uh, near Chicago called Naperville, never heard of it. Uh, guess what their city council thinks this is a, a, a wise thing to do about the migrant crisis? Because they had they had buses that even though they're not a sanctuary city. Tell me. Um, well, I, you know, we've. Councilman Josh McBroom says, you know what would be a great thing? We should allow all of our affluent residents volunteer to open their homes to migrants who need a yeah. place to live. Yeah, like that's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, we've so seen this in is, Massachusetts. This is the idiocy and the just complete uh, out of touch with reality. Yeah, these are the uh, same uh, people that have walls around their homes and right. private security with guns, but they want they want other people to let illegals into their homes. Yeah, give me a break. Come on. I believe that's the, the not in my backyard uh, philosophy or whatever. Yeah. So uh, way to go there, what you, you nud nook. And all, I, the last, it was I think it was North Carolina or South Carolina, where they actually want uh, a, a school that uh, works with disabled kids. They're going to they're gonna actually remove these kids to make room for the migrants. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's reached yeah. all, all levels all of absurdity at this point. Yeah. I do want to tie in one global piece to this, Dave, because it's very important. This is not, this is exactly the same thing that was happening in 2016 when Brexit happened. There was Brexit 2016, Nigel Farage, Trump came on the stage, came down the escalator, boom, Trump won. And uh, economic nationalism and populism took over. And that wave, Dave, is sweeping Yes. Europe right now. Uh, the farmers, the Germans, the Belgians, the Dutch, the Italians. The, I mean, it's going on across. There's mass protests right now. In Paris. You won't see it on the mainstream news, but there are hundreds of thousands of truckers and farmers dumping manure on government buildings all across the, the Western European continent. And this is exactly what we saw in 2016. Now, preview next month, February is the European Parliament elections. The same turning. Remember, we are the still point in a turning world and never get off that still point. The same thing that happened in 2016 is going to happen in 2024. You're going to see a lot of the globalists, the Davos types, not all of them, but a lot of them booted out of their roles in Brussels. And you're going to see conservatism and nationalism and economic populism sweep across just like it did then. It's going to happen again in 24 and Trump will be reelected again later this year. They're saying in Paris, there's literally only three days left of food in the city because the farmers in their tractors yeah. have blocked off all the major roadways yeah. Yeah. into into the city. Yeah. So uh, as of this weekend, there's going to be some crazy video coming out of Paris, everybody. I don't think yeah. you're going to be getting your croissants and latte there uh, at the Champs-Élysées <laughs> whatever. Definitely not. Anytime no. soon. Hey, one more, one more international uh, uh, thing to, to, to cap off the show. Uh, the UNRWA, we got to touch on this. UN oh, yeah. Relief and Works yep. Agency, this another yep. corrupt element of, of basically the just UN. say the UN. It's the UN. Yeah, it's, it's the, the UN. UN. Yeah, they always have these little subgroups. Sub I guess. Yeah, yeah. So they, uh, hey, there's this. This is a shock. They're actually fueling radical Islam and anti-Semitism in Gaza. Of course. So they've suspended a bunch of the staff over this. This is not surprising at all. It's great to see it in print. And of course, what does the U.S. do? What have we been doing for decades? We've been giving them hundreds of millions of dollars. Sure. Uh, Donald Trump did try to clamp down on that a bit, but it's still 
it's you know the horse is out of the barn in this whole thing. So yeah. um, they operate out of the West Bank. Um, they do nothing to actually help the innocent. Uh, it's another corrupt and and wholly uh, negative force. So um, will anything come of this? Probably not. Probably, Just letting probably, you know. Probably <laughs> right. not. But, I'm, but but I want to take it one step further, Dave. And actually, the reporting that I saw. A dozen of these officials from this United Nations subgroup that you just described were active participants in the uh, invasion and the and the and the the the, the killing. Actually, part of it. They were yeah. part of it. They were God. part of the Israeli thing on October 10th, where 1,200 Israelis were slaughtered. That way, and that's just like a 9/11 event. Come on, guys. That's like that's like the towers going down in New York City, basically. Uh, I mean, so. So they were actually actively involved. The United Nations, your taxpayer dollars, the United States funds about 85% of the United, uh, United Nations. Uh, uh, Dave, here's, here's uh, everybody listen carefully. Uh, here's the number that's coming once Trump is in power. Zero, zero. United Nations getting zero dollars defunded along with those other globalist agencies. Absolutely no more money for these absolute corrupt globalist rhinos. Hey, remember, the revolution will not be televised. We are, un- unlike the, 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 ra- the radicals agitators of the last hundred years, whether it's Russia, China, uh, the hippies from the 60s, um, this is our revolution now. And 100%. it's not it's not being it's a famous quote. It won't be televised, but it's there. It's happening. So uh, let's let's jump on it, everyone. Well, well, totally well said. And remember when the last civil war happened in the United States is when they tried to take Lincoln off the ballot in 1864. Well, who they're trying to take off the ballot now? A guy named Donald J. Trump, our 45th president and 46th illegally uh, you know, with, with the installed yeah. illegal Biden regime. So he's mm-hmm. 45, he's 46, and he will be the 47th. Dave, great to see you this week, folks. Thanks for tuning into our show. Appreciate it. And don't forget to check us out on your favorite podcast platforms of choice. We're out there everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, you name it, Pandora, we're everywhere. And of course, coming in hot, a little too hot sometimes uh, on social media at Rant and Rave 1776. And Dave, as always, we'll see you down the road without the illegals on the right side. <laughs>